0: The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on
1: BICBP-radio.com.
0: What's going on, everybody? I'm the Nightmare. And I'm Rotten Jack. And this is Common Common Debauchery. Debauchery. Common Debauchery may contain mature subject matter and is intended for adult audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Common Debauchery. I am the Nightmare, and joining me once again, we can actually see each other, despite still not being in the same room, Rotten Jack. What's up, man?
1: Hey, man. How are you?
0: Oh, you know, hanging out, you know, got my new setup here, all pretty much uh, squared away. I got the webcam going, so we're good to go on that, you know, stuff, you know, cool stuff. Cool stuff. I like cool stuff. Oh, so what's up, buddy? Nothing. Look at you wearing the pair of spectacles right yeah i look smart you do we uh hey we have an instagram page we do been uh been working hard on that one
1: you have yeah (laughs) well yeah because like i don't i don't even have the login for it so i literally sent it to you you did not i did too i will have to go back through my messages and double check but you probably did and i never like it didn't register what you sent me yeah i uh, i did so okay
0: but uh yeah so uh we are
1: we're talking some 90s stuff oh god being a 90s kid was so good yeah we uh technically you could classify yourself as an 80s kid though I
0: don't remember enough of the 80s to qualify myself as an 80s kid. That's fair. So that doesn't really work. Um, For those playing the home game, I was born in 87. So May of 87 into 88, 89. I mean, I was three when the 90s started. Right. So Right. Like, that's like I was alive for the Bill Super Bowls I don't remember them like well, that's
1: that's me exactly like I was alive for three out of the four uh and but I don't remember them at all because I was so young yeah and that's one of those
0: things that you know the the more you look at that the more you're kind of you know you, you just kind of look at it and you're like okay so like I can't be considered a kid I uh, by definition, we are both millennials. I think we've talked about that before on the show. Uh, specifically mm-hmm. when we talked like the Gen Z slang and stuff like that. Um, but it's one of those things where I, when I hear people talk about millennials, my brain says like, oh, these are like people,
1: I mean, alley cat's age at the oldest right yeah like when i hear millennial i think like born like ninety four, ninety five is the start of it not the case
0: right yeah it's it's actually like 83
1: yeah like ali ali is like the tail end of millennial before you start getting into gen z correct uh
0: to the point that i believe her youngest brother the artist we lovingly refer to as bold claim ben uh i believe he is technically uh gen z and Hmm. big diesel maybe also but i'm not sure uh either way it's one of those things where like when i was growing up and i was like entering college and stuff you'd hear people be like oh fucking millennials yeah you fucking millennials and my brain was like these kids in middle school like young uh gen z is 97 starting okay so at least at least ben is i don't know how i think nick's still technically a millennial but yeah so like he's a millennial in the way I'm a millennial. Like I'm more geared toward Gen X. Like I have more Gen X to me than he does by a ton. And he's got far more Gen Z to him than I do.
1: Right. Uh, it,
0: it's funny. Cause there's times we talk and just like, you know, peppering in the slang, even sarcastically. I'm like, I, I don't know what the fuck that means, but we, uh, it's it's definitely interesting and as a millennial you know there's things that like you don't realize like the 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 generation before us experienced as like older so they didn't i don't know it didn't hit the same way with them and then there's things that we experienced as part of our childhood that a kids today take for granted and b there's things that like we went through that they'll never have to deal with, which is true for any generation, but
1: a lot right. of it during the nineties. Yeah. A lot of the, the technological advances, uh, like we were the Guinea pigs for them. Yeah. Like we, we, I, we I, grew up not having cell phones. We grew up not like using rotary phones. We grew up without the internet. Like that shit was all invented. like, how old were you when you got your first cell phone? When I got my first cell phone, uh, that was 2004. I was a freshman in high school.
0: Okay. That's about when I got mine too, except I was a freshman in 01. So uh, it's it like right in that time frame where, you know, you're playing, like I was playing sports at school and everything. I don't, you know, a bunch of other stuff going on. And it was kind of a pain in the ass for me to go from the area of the school where the locker rooms were or the where, like I mean, our football locker rooms weren't even attached to the school. And then I had to, like, walk to the school to use a pay phone to call my parents to come pick me up if practice ran late. Um, And then, God forbid, they weren't home. Who was I calling?
1: Right. You could only call people whose phone numbers you fucking memorized. Or, or had written down in a thing called, like, a pocket phone book. Remember those? Yeah. Yeah. The last time I used one of those was when I went away to the military uh for basic training where I knew I wasn't going to be able to have my phone. I had a pocket phone book just with people's addresses in it because I wasn't going to be able to fucking call anybody. Um and obviously like I knew my parents' phone number, so I didn't even need that, but I needed people's addresses so I could like write letters and shit. So it's the last time I used one. Yeah, we,
0: I had one, I mean, probably when I was in high school, because right around that time, you know, you, you started like getting into the cell phone era and stuff. Uh, And actually this is fun. My dad had what, so what came before the cell phone? The car phone, our phone. My dad had a floor mounted car phone in his old, uh, like emerald green Chevy Silverado 2500 I believe it was oh god because we uh <laughs> we used to tow our fifth wheel around with it so it had to be a little bit bigger had a little bit more a oomph to it you know a little bit more in the sure a uh, little bit more in the old nutsack to get it going but yeah it was uh it was funny because there were times like and I of all the of all the cell phone numbers that I have in my head still because that was a thing like there, there are, there are random like house phone numbers that I still have memorized. Uh,
1: I still remember my old house phone number and my aunt's house phone number. Do I remember her phone number? I remember my old house number. The No, now that I'm thinking about it, the only one I legitimately remember is my old house phone number that, we obviously got rid of like 15 fucking years ago when we all had cell phones. We're like, what the hell is the point of having a house phone
0: in uh, every family went through it? Every family, right? Went through, uh, like, when are we getting rid of this thing plugged into the wall? All right.
1: What was, what was your old house phone number?
0: Uh, it was six, eight, four, zero, nine, one, eight,
1: eight, three, seven, one, six, nine, eight. Yeah. Uh, I remember
0: like, there's like two, there's at least one. And uh, mostly cause it's like jingly. It's like six, eight, five, two, five, five, two. I don't remember whose that was, but it was one of my friends. Um, But yeah, so like you had to like remember things and then like, and there was a point. So like <laughs> there were times we'd be driving with my dad and his car phone would ring and there were two options on it, right? You either picked it up and used it like an actual handheld cell or a handheld telephone, or there was a speakerphone option, but because it was on the floor of the truck, you literally the rest of the truck had to be dead silent, or you weren't going to hear a damn thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, we never had a car phone in my family. That's you. Were, you know then again, y'all, you know, y'all were in Lancaster. Y'all a little bit more bougie than a uh, uh, you know, little old Chicauga me. You
0: better be careful because my old man does listen to this, and he will punch you in the face for calling him bougie. uh The only reason we had that one was for the purpose. I there were a couple times uh when i had to call the house for to get picked up for whatever reason and he wasn't home or i had to call i called him at work and he had already left and like it was a hey i'm gonna be at a different door or something changed and i went i was able to go home today and take the bus like and that miscommunication i mean it, just think about that logistically these days how easy is it hey caught the bus see you at home right hey uh ended up heading to heading here for practice like where, hey we practice late or hey uh practice is gonna we're practicing early i'll be done early simple things things that we take for granted in 2022 back right. then like if you didn't catch dad at work and he was on his way you had to find a way to get to where he was going because that was you know that was it that was the only shot
1: yeah um alternatively how fucked up was it that when we were growing up without cell phones, we like especially during summer vacation, you would take off in the morning hey mom, go and hang out with my friends. okay, dinners at this time if you you're gonna be back if not uh be back by the time the street lights come on and then you would fuck off and your parents would have no fucking clue where you were all day.
0: uh you want to talk about a difference in our upbringing. Uh, I had to ask permission to do most of those things. Uh, Up to and including there were times I was like, hey, I want to go play football with the guys at the pipeline, uh, which is around the corner from my parents' house. And I used to like ride my bike. Literally, my parents would drive past the pipeline on the way home. And it was one of those things where like they were always it was always like hell bent on like didn't like be home when I get home, like be there when I get there. And my move in my infinite wisdom in my infinite nightmare brain was if I was coming home late. So if my mom was like, I'll be home by four 15, you better be home by four. I would like change my watch to be like 45 minutes behind. Cause I knew I would have to be the first one to leave and I didn't want to. So we'd we'd all be playing football and all of a sudden I would like, like to be like, hey, whose car is that? And like someone's like, there's a an SUV slowing down. I'm like, oh god damn it. And then you know, and it really all was. I knew I wasn't coming home 40 45 minutes late, but it was when mom drove by, get your ass home. Like, so I told you to be home by four. My mom, my watch says four, you know, my watch says 350 right now. Like, I'll be home. Like, what the hell? It's 415. What the hell the matter with you? Uh not that anybody under really under the age of 50 should be listening to us but um over the age of 50 you mean no both like literally nobody should be listening to us but well, um if there are anybody like and it doesn't work these days with cell phones like that's something else that's been ruined is like you can't lie about the time it's bad enough that people still try to lie about like oh i didn't see that you texted me like oh i was too busy really because that uh those 19 Facebook comments at four o'clock told me otherwise.
1: Listen, I'll admit, like, I'm real bad when it comes to texting. Sometimes I will open it type a response and not hit send.
0: Oh, no, no. The, uh, that is legit because, like, and that is a legit being busy thing. And I I do that, too. But for people who claim, like, flat out, oh, I didn't see that you texted me. And I've even, I, and again, I've even had it where it's been like, hey, man, uh, my phone didn't notify me that you texted
1: me type thing i've seen that but there well, are... the fact the fact that me and you primarily contact each other, uh, message through um which is still weird facebook
0: but it makes me feel better because yeah. you're a weirdo that doesn't have an iphone so i don't have right to ugly green bubbles on my phone
1: sure but i will say that like sometimes my phone legitimately does not go off when people message me on facebook so like i get that
0: Uh, But, like, we live in a world nowadays where we are so connected, and yet I feel like we could not be farther apart. Right. And it's, like, little stupid things like that. So, like, again, I used to change the time on my watch to try to come home a little bit later because I was having fun playing sports with my buddies. And not something you can get away with nowadays because, like, your, your, your phone and the watch that's then there connected to your phone are connected to like world satellites and tell you exactly what time it is exactly where you are to the point that when you cross over time zones, you don't have to change your watch.
1: Super convenient for daylight savings time too. You don't got to remember to set your phone.
0: or Yeah. Or like set your alarm the right way. So like, Oh, I'm not going to be an hour late for work today. But, uh, yeah. Which,
1: I, thank God. This was the last time we had to fall back.
0: I love fall back. I hate spring forward
1: well, we got to do spring forward in the spring and then there's no more daylight saving sign bullshit. It's done.
0: I do. I remember hearing something about that, but
1: we're not talking about that. We're talking about the 90s. God. Yeah, I guess like then again, my parents knew that I was literally going to probably be at like one particular person's house. That was my best friend, Amy, growing up. So generally if i left and they wanted to know where i was first phone call they made was to amy's house to talk to her mom hey is jean there yep okay cool uh we'll come pick them up at some point
0: so and part of it for me i have to believe is the fact of like where i lived growing up um i didn't live in a subdivision or even a, like i lived on the edge of Lancaster and Alden, my backyard is farmland. And
1: yeah, your parents' house was a little bit far away from pretty much where anybody else lived. So like there
0: was a group of guys, like I said, that lived right around there and that's who I would be playing sports with and stuff. But as I got older, um, I grew apart from that group and ended up with other friends. But like I, when I first started hanging out with Austin, um, you know, of hats, tats and stats and formerly of the producers, he lived down like, I like off of Broadway, which is a five-lane highway down there. Uh, Yeah, it wasn't that far by any means, but I used to ride my bike sometimes in full goalie equipment uh, up, and if you if you know the area, up Erie Street to I believe it's Seinfeld, and then over to broad like back down Broadway the other way,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. like cut into his subdivision to go play hockey with all those guys. But like, I mean, there were times like I used to ride my bike to the high school all the time for different sporting events and stuff like that. I used to ride my bike to, um, his house, my buddy, Mike's house, this
1: house, like it's a fucking hike in a car driving down Erie street at 45, 50 miles an hour to get from the high school to your parents' house. Uh, it's a good, like a damn near 10 minute car ride.
0: Yeah. used to do it on my bike all the time. Like, what,
1: what did that take you? Like fucking six hours? No, actually, it wasn't even bad.
0: Really, the only two hangups. Forty-five are, minutes. I did didn't even feel like that. It felt like twenty, like twenty to twenty-five. Huh. But really, the issue with
1: that. that story, well, then again, going to the high school, you're going a different direction than I'm. I'm thinking, like, from where we're currently at, it. Uh, yeah, you you would probably just go up. Your street to like Walden and, uh. So when I rode my bike to high school, it was
0: like Westwood to pavement and then down, the Stony. Yeah. No, not Stony. The um, Pleasant. Pleasant. Yeah. Yeah. uh We're talking about a bunch of roads that a lot of people probably don't even know. So, but I mean, it, like, but I did. I rode my bike everywhere. So I'm sure part of my parents' concern was like, we want to make sure you're not dead on the side of the road. Well, that's valid. And like, my brain never went to oh. My parents are going to call the house before they leave work to see if I'm home. So, like, how are they going to know? They're never going to know. But it was regular, like regular that I got in trouble for not being home when I was told to be home. And, like, very rarely was I up to anything nefarious.
1: Yeah, see, my parents didn't really do that. It was more or less just kind of like, hey, be home for dinner if you want to eat.
0: Yeah, no, there there was no be home for dinner if you want to eat as you will be home for dinner, period. Um, and again, I, and this is the pre-cell phone era. It's not like, like you didn't just pick up a phone and shoot a text to your parents and be like, hey, eating at my buddy's house or right. whatever. It was, nope, you were told to be home. You got your ass home. And uh, probably one of the worst ones had to be the summer between my junior and or my sophomore and junior year, I went over to my friend Janelle's house and we were editing a video for uh, a buddy of ours who was allegedly moving. Uh, This dude used this dude told us probably 12 times throughout our like school careers together that he was moving out of the area to the point that like, this was the big one. Like this was like, there was a for sale sign in front of the house or so he had us believe and everything else. And like, So we've, like, filmed, like, a goodbye video for him with all of our friends and, like, people saying things to him. And, like, we were editing that. and Which also
1: is such a fucking 90s thing to do.
0: Yes. And the way we were editing it, like, I've done video editing since in, like, in 2022. I can do it on my phone. Yeah. And then back then, you know, you had a camcorder that you plugged in using AV cables. Into either a TV with a VCR mounted on it or a separate one. And then you had to like record and press play and it would record what was playing on the TV. Yeah. The so that's what we were doing. And all of a sudden, side,
1: like- side note, that's how we ended up with a lot of uh a lot of movies as a kid. We would rent shit from like Blockbuster, and my dad would put it in the fucking camcorder and a blank VHS and the fucking uh VCR. And fucking somehow, I don't know how it actually worked, but it would probably just the way you, you explained it, uh, would just fucking record it and then we'd go return the fucking VHS to blockbuster or whatever. That's pretty much how we got a lot of movies as kids. Yeah,
0: we did the same thing. Uh, we also did, uh, I did that with like wrestling pay-per-views when we had the, the black box, which is another very nineties thing. Uh, the, the cheater box, um, and we did this like we did the same thing with all that, but like so in this and this is like this is early two thousand what I'm talking about. So that's how like this technology of the camcorder the camera into the TV and recording was even like newer at the time.
1: Yeah. So that like, was like groundbreaking technology when we were doing it.
0: Yeah, because before that you got you either had like you had the, the big honkin thing that had the VHS tape in it. Yeah. So like you were recording on that if you wanted to edit it you had to like
1: splice videotape and
0: like yeah d- yeah it was it was ridiculous like there was there was no way a kid was doing that
1: you need uh, a specialized equipment for that
0: yeah I got the uh, I got the very angry phone call from my mom that day on my cell phone which was fairly new still um, <laughs> where the hell are you Uh
1: um,
0: I, I forgot where I told her I was. She's like, so I didn't see your bike outside Janelle's house. I'm like, why'd you come home down that road? And she's like, cause I assumed you were at her house. I was like, all right, I'll be home. <laughs> got so much trouble for that. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean that like, okay. So, and this is po- like slightly post nineties. Um, when did you first start using text messaging?
1: Oh God um probably not until like my junior year of high school just because before then like my parents would be like don't fucking text like it costs like 99 cents per message and then one year for christmas like i got a new phone and uh they were like oh yeah by the way like we upgraded our cell phone service to like, it now includes like unlimited texting or whatever.
0: Yeah. Kids. That was a thing. Uh, I was a sophomore, I think. Um, and I discovered that I could type words on my phone and send it to people. Uh-huh. And I found out the hard way that it was 10 cents to send. And five cents to receive. Uh-huh. And over the course of one month, I sent over like 700 text messages because I was just laying up at night, just texting a girl I liked.
1: And not only were you running up your bill, you were running up her bill too. Yep. And uh, my mom. So now you had two sets of parents pissed at you $585 in text messaging. What the fuck? Like. Oh, yeah, it was good. So basically, your mom was Kevin's dad at the end of Home Alone 2. Like, $987 on room service! (laughs) Pretty much.
0: Yeah, that was uh, pretty much a banger right there. But to dial back into the 90s, to get out of the early 2000s and back into the 90s where this conversation belongs, we talked about, like,
1: the... Let's be honest, though, the early 2000s belong to... Oh, they sure do just because there's there's really no differentiation between like 1999 and like 2002, 2003. It was all still the same fucking technology. Very much feels that way for sure. Um yeah, cuz the new technology
0: started to break out like the Razer came out when I was in college. Yeah. It was like 07, I was like
1: I remember I was like a senior in high school when the iPhone finally came out. No. Maybe a, maybe a junior. A junior in high school when the iPhone came out. No, it had to be later than that. No, I was in high school because I remember there was a girl in one of my classes that got one. And the teacher the teacher was like, bring that up here. And we're like, oh, shit, you're getting in trouble for having your phone out. And no, he was like, is that a, is that one of those new iPhones? He goes, January 2007. Can I, can I see it?
0: Yeah, so the iPhone and the Razer came out right around the same time.
1: Mm -hmm. I want to say the Razer was probably about 2006.
0: I'm going to look it up. R-A-Z-R. 2005 or
1: 2006 for the Razer.
0: It's not going to be that easy for me to
1: Motorola Razor
0: phones. Nope, I am on the wrong company here.
1: Uh, da, 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 da.
0: Oh, that's why because it's showing me a bunch of fucking like uh,
1: two thousand four.
0: Ooh, even better.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the, the more, uh, the ones that everyone really recognizes like the fucking hot pink versions of that black one that wasn't the black and the, uh, hot pink weren't until, uh, 2005 and then they came out with that like chocolate colored one and right. That was literally just shit. Brown.
0: Yeah, I, I loved my razor back in the day and I actually, I got through two of them without breaking either one. So uh, uh, I never had a razor. Okay. We need to get out of the two thousands. We're in the nineties and we haven't okay. barely talked about the nineties. Uh, but one of the things that was very nineties and it stemmed into making, uh, into like the music downloading stuff of the two thousands, but making a mixtape. So we talked about popping a VHS in the VCR hitting record when something you wanted to watch or save was on TV. And then like getting be able to fast forward to commercial. That was the original TiVo and DVR, by the way. Yeah. Um, You know, you had to sit there and wait diligently for the kiss 10 at 10 to hear your favorite song or a song that reminded you of that special someone. And I remember doing this, like it was like, it was yesterday. I had my old Nickelodeon boombox, which funny story, I believe my dad still has in the basement in his workshop and it still works. Nice. Um, And you'd sit there and like you knew that you knew your song was in the top 10, but you weren't sure where it was going to be. So you'd sit there for the Nick 10 of 10 with your finger like hovering over the record button when they were about to start the next song. And you had to like mash record because you wanted to hear the start of it. But that meant, you either got this, like the end of the DJ talking and the start of the song, or if they just did a clean start, you were like, yes, like you'd hear like number 10 and then the song would start and you're like, yeah, I got it. Whoa. And then like the, the 15 second fade and all of a sudden, you know, DJ diddles comes back on and he's like, and that's number 10 from the backstreet boys. I want it that way is like the music's fading out. You're like,
1: damn you scuba Steve. The worst was when you had it perfectly recorded, right? Perfect start. And then someone fucking started talking in your house. Your ma started yelling at you from across the room or from the kitchen and ruined it.
0: Oh, so you were going with like an outside recording device next to the speaker?
1: Yeah, I had a cassette recorder. Ooh, ooh I, so I never, to my knowledge, I never had to do that um yeah i never i never did it boombox style like that i always i did it like tape cassette in a cassette recorder and god forbid somebody start fucking talking oh my god
0: the the amount of the amount of like normal tapes i don't even know what they were called like what what were they like just cassette tapes that tapes the amount of cassette tapes that died In an attempt to make the perfect mix, RIP. So 90s. -hmm.
1: I really didn't start making mixtapes until uh, like 2000s, and like ripping CDs was a thing, and then you could. Oh yeah, burn CDs (laughs) and this, that, and the other. Yeah, let me let me
0: borrow that CD. You'd rip it to your. That was that was like the original, like what iTunes was like originally for. Yeah. Like I would borrow your your corn freak on a leash cd and then i would like rip it to my itunes and then i would put like the songs that i wanted and burn my own cd like right
1: those are the days yeah, yeah it like, wasn't even itunes back that it was like windows media player
0: yeah oh god windows media player
1: oh my heart <laughs> every every one of us i, I know this is 2000s too but every one of us infected every goddamn computer we ever owned with fucking limewire. Napster and limewire. So, um
0: yeah, cuz that came around with the advent of the like the home computer at being a popular thing. We got ours, it was a Gateway 2000 that came in the cow box.
1: I think ours was a Dell and I remember like my parents having to like use the catalog or more specifically my mom. Cause my dad didn't know what the fuck he was doing. My dad still barely knows what the fuck he's doing. Uh, using like a catalog to um, look at like, all right, what do we want? Like, and then having to call Dell and order it over the phone. And then it would get shipped to you sometime in the next six to eight business months. Right. Oh my God. I, and then
0: I remember going to the Gateway Store, uh, and you know where it was. It was over by the Galleria Mall, by where that Party City is. It, okay, it was the original Gateway Store, and you'd walk in, and it looked like what you'd expect—like the like what you would expect the night, like the the late '90s version of an Apple Store to look like.
1: Mm-hmm. That's what it was, except the computers were all gigantic. You remember when the internet came on a CD?
0: yeah you had to download a program to get on the internet and you had to be plugged into your telephone
1: yep but you couldn't go to the store they mailed it to you
0: yes yeah and it was like 900 hours free and then like you had to pay for a subscription beyond that right and at one point like a lot of people like when am i ever going to be online for 900 hours huh lol (laughs) oh god oh god So, okay. So, so getting back to the phone side of things. So we got into cell phones in the early two thousands before that in the like very early two thousands, like right around the turn of the century and into the late nineties was car phones. Before that, like cell phones were such a weird thing that like the only one anybody knew who had the only person that anybody knew that had a cell phone was Zach Morris yeah and it was like that comically large like bigger than your house phone it was a goddamn military radio is what it was pretty much yeah and it was comical and people like these are never going to take off like why like what's the point of it being portable if it's that damn big yeah and at the time we were into the world so like rotary phones existed people still used them uh, my grandma had one for the longest time. And then there were just your normal like keypad house phones.
1: But oh, that- God, you want you want you want a good laugh. You just got to like look up videos of like parents or like our, our parents or like people our age that have kids that are like teens and preteens and having them sit down with a rotary phone and be like, hey, call this number for me. Oh yeah. But they uh, don't know how to fucking do it.
0: no There is and first off, rotary phones are fun. Like the I
1: like, love rotary phones.
0: <laughs> like I love it. I so much so that I'm pretty sure they sell um like things, like docking stations essentially. For mm-hmm. your cell phone that you can actually plug them in and then use the rotary phone yeah. to walk on the phone
1: yeah i've seen those
0: like i kind of want one but i think it's uh, but i also think it's dumb
1: speaking of house phones too like how awkward was it like calling your friend's house to like talk to them to see if they could hang out and like you hope to god that they yeah. answered and not their parents because then you had to be like hey mr or mrs so-and-so it's so-and-so uh is is jeremy available like can he talk can Jeremy come play
0: and it was worse it was worse when you were calling a girl oh god yeah like and and at that point like there was the hierarchy there was like option one her option two any mom, any sibling then mom and please, please, please don't ever let her dad be the one that answers the phone.
1: Honestly, if it was dad, this was back before people knew what like star 69 was. You just hung up
0: or I mean, and oh, God, I just thought of another fun one. Um,
1: yeah, like it was like, you know, ring, ring. Hello. Click. <laughs> like, yep. And then you didn't try calling back for a couple hours.
0: Oh, yeah. Wait till dad got busy doing something or watching the news. Yeah,
1: that was. Oh, my God. The only exception is like if it was like a really good friend of yours and like you like were really like close with like their parents and then it was like, hey, Mister Collette, like is Amy home? Like I had no problem calling my best friend Amy and talking to her dad, seeing Because but then again, I grew up around like we grew up together. Like, yeah, that was like that our was... families were always doing stuff together. Like we'd go camping and and, and whatnot. So like right so that that's a little
0: different in the realm of like calling a girl yeah you and your ability to like talk to their parents it's right i know that i had a couple a couple friends of mine whose parents like you know uh my buddy my buddy my buddy poe like you know, hello hey sue it's uh you know it's Derek. can i talk to poe yeah hold on ryan like uh-huh. like no big deal i like we refer to her by her first name for the longest time um but yeah i like it's the, just the entire concept of calling a phone that the person you're looking for isn't going to be the one that answers, and not knowing yeah. who's going to answer. Did you ever have a phone? So, like, we all, like, everyone had the phones that, like, had the like the, the cord on the handset into the thing, and like they were stationary there. But then you had the ones were like had the really super long cord that you could either feed through the base. And the like the, but the base wasn't part of the phone's operation. Mm -hmm. So, like, it had the hang up button on the receiver. And the only function the base did was to hold that button down. So the phone wasn't quote unquote off the line.
1: No, I never had one of those, but we had, we had a phone that had a long cable on it, a long ish. Like, you really couldn't get outside of the kitchen with it. But
0: so, so this was like in the realm of, Probably the, I would say like the late nineties, like the late, probably like 97 on, um, getting a phone in your own room.
1: I never had that.
0: So I did, my sister did. And that was like a big arguing point is like, at one point she had a phone in her room. Then I had like, then I was like, I was pissed off about it. Cause like, okay. So we had. My sister had a wired phone in her room. My parents had a wired phone in their room. We had a wired phone or a wireless phone in the kitchen. And that was the phone that I had to use or that I would use if I was using the phone. But then what's going to happen? I'm off the phone and I'm in my room and the phone rings again. But I walked out of my room and left the phone in there. And my where's the damn phone? And then the phone's dead. Yeah. Um, so eventually that led to me getting my own phone, which I remember like, I remember it like it was yesterday. It started off. The first one was again just a blue handset that had the numbers on the inside, the little hang up button at the top near the earpiece and the cord that just went straight into the wall. Yeah. And the base to it, literally you could just carry the base anywhere you wanted. And like, just when you were done, you just put the phone on it and it hung it up. But, um, then that led to the world of cordless phones. So you had the this like the station. And then they found a way for those things to like one, you could intercom between them. So you could be annoying as shit to your siblings.
1: Mm-hmm. And then
0: you like there was a way for the main base to be the only one actually plugged into a phone line. But any of the other lines could pick up and still have signal to the phone line.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that was awesome when those became a thing. Um
1: yeah, but did you ever have the joy of walking around with a corded phone and walking a little bit too far and without realizing it and then getting yoinked back? Absolutely. All of a sudden you just be talking to your friend. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh for
0: those playing the home game, this is the same equivalent of the time you didn't realize that your phone was still charging.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking start walking away while it's still plugged in.
0: Yeah, next thing you know, you're ripping the uh ripping a surge protector out of the wall yep oh man i mean looking through so i mean like so what was your and i'm i'm gonna regret asking this question what was your fashion like sense in the 90s do you remember
1: whatever my fucking parents bought me that's what my fashion sense was that was a big part of it for sure uh like uh, i mean if we're talking like only the 90s like I really didn't develop my own fashion sense until I was probably like 12 or 13. So I'm and sure. then in high school, when I discovered like emo music, then that's when I started getting into like, like the skateboard stuff and like, you know, skating t-shirts and skater shoes and, you know, band t-shirts and, you know, chinko jeans and stuff like that. Uh, But up until then, like it was whatever the hell my parents or whatever family members got me for birthdays, Christmas, whatever. And honestly, I didn't know the difference because whatever.
0: Yeah, I didn't know the difference until I went from Catholic school to public school because in Catholic school, you have a uniform, right? It was the the navy blue pants at either the like light blue or white polo, which probably explains why I don't like polos very much in my adult life. Yeah. Um, But then when I went to public school, I had the whole like figuring out what people wore because I was like just jeans and a plain t-shirt kid, you know? And then eventually over time, like I never got into like the band shirts or anything. Like I had the bands that I liked, but like there was no shot in hell. My parents are going to let me walk around in a disturbed t-shirt or a corn t-shirt uh um, yeah
1: that didn't really start happening until i was in high school um when i started like developing like my own sense of person and then it kind of just that's when i like started shopping at, like hot topic and you know stuff like that and, and
0: meanwhile i was shopping at like steven and stuff because i did the whole like
1: well we i did a lot of Stephen Berry shopping for like t-shirts and stuff but like also like a lot of my shirts that I wore, like when I started really getting into music and stuff and not like my parents' music, like finding my own music that I liked Um, like hot topic was the place to go for like band t-shirts that you liked. So, you know, that was about it.
0: Yeah. And then, uh I mean, I'm trying to think too, just going through like, Just in general, like I mean, it was a lot of like generic like gap clothes and the mm-hmm. the occasional like I finally old
1: talked, navy was
0: huge. Old navy was huge again, and it was just that plain generic look. And then you know your your preppy your kids or your more fashionable quote unquote kids were in the Abercrombie and Aeropostale. Uh, Aero and I like I finally talked my parents into like a pair of Aeropostale like sweatpants and a hoodie or whatever um because they were on sale yeah (laughs) like uh i'm pretty sure uh that janelle girl in question has uh, had let's be honest she probably still might um but at least for a long time had like the only three aero pastel hoodies i ever owned
1: yeah (laughs) see me and my brother took very vastly different fashion stances like he was definitely more of the preppy kid like if it wasn't hollister or like arrow or abercrombie he wasn't wearing it yeah, i never wore and me i was like zoomies and hot topic and you yeah. know jeans i didn't really care where they came from because jeans were jeans um but like pack sun was huge um
0: yeah i see i didn't do hot topic i didn't do pack sun i only did like like i said i think two maybe three hoodies from arrow two maybe three hoodies from american eagle at one point and like couldn't tell you where like where or what the jeans were like they were old navy or something uh yeah yeah i i don't know i i I remember like i don't really even remember what i broke into through high school like just it was just like 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 more of just a general athletic look um you know like that standard you know generic american high school athlete look but um yeah i i re- like i remember that like weird coming of age like for me going into public school like tech vests were a thing like those they were and not not the bubble vests the tech vests they were like uh like a fleece vest that you would wear yes oh yeah oh my god i just had a, i just had an epiphany one of the biggest things when i was in middle school So this would have been like 99-2000 and like 2000-2001. Yeah. Um, Hawaiian shirts. Unbuttoned.
1: With a wife beater underneath.
0: With either a wife beater underneath or an undershirt and the sleeves rolled up on both. So the undershirt sleeves showed... In the roll-up on both arms.
1: Yeah, you know what? You know what else was big? What, what the hell was that? You know what else was big? And I, I still don't understand how and or why. Popped collars. Well, no, that was like more mid two thousands with the preppy kids. That I, I was the kid that always made fun of them. Like, oh, what is your neck cold? Yeah. Uh, visors.
0: Uh, visors and. Bucket hats,
1: yes, into bucket hats without a top, like the yeah. too Hottie hat, yeah. But visors, you couldn't wear them normally backwards you, and upside down. Yeah, I, I was, remember I was probably yeah, about was 10 years water. old, I was probably about 10 years old and 10 or 11, and I was walking around, I was at Fantasy Island, and I had a visor on, and I was with my family. and these two teenagers come up to me and they were super they were super cool um at least i thought they were super cool um and they came up to me like hey little man like yo nice visor nice visor i don't even know what kind of visor i was I was probably wearing some like bullshit like old navy visor or something like that right but they were like hey man like if you're gonna wear a visor you gotta wear it the right way and they were they were like right in fantasy they're like you gotta wear it upside down and backwards just like this and they took my visor off and put it on me the correct way, and like that was it. I was like, "Oh, I'm fucking cool now." What happened? Nah. why <laughs> were visors a thing? That and fucking frosted tips. And I can't say shit about frosted tips because I fucking had them.
0: You didn't? Never.
1: <laughs> I fucking did all the way, all like all through high school too. I like I was one was of those doing weird, weird shit with my hair.
0: That was one of those weird ones for me that. I, despite, I actually wanted to do it and my parents wouldn't let me. Um, although I had like really long hair through middle school and then somewhere through eighth grade, like I got the haircut to like the short spiky athletic look. Mm -hmm. And when I told my mom, I was getting my haircut. She was like, like hell bent against it. She was so upset with me. And then she like, she really liked the way it looked after that. She was like, "Mm, not as bad as I thought it was going to be. You're like, I actually really like it. Yeah. Now I can't grow hair. So that's fun well you know what was a fun trope of the 90s having to wait for information you wanted to watch something on tv but you didn't know where to find it
1: you had to go to channel 99 tv guide the tv guide channel and then you had had to fucking hope you didn't fucking Uh, sneeze uh, or blink
0: or that you didn't just miss the channel like like you sit there and just be like watching 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 and then like it would come around and be like, really? The, like the channel that I missed as I flipped here. Yeah. You know, if you wanted to find out movie times, you had to either call or look them up in the newspaper.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And with the TV guide channel, you could only see what was coming up in the next like two hours, two and a half, three hours. Like if you, if it was five o'clock and you wanted to know what was on at eight tough shit, you had to wait till at least six o'clock to fucking find out what was on at eight.
0: Um, You know what was always on, though? MTV playing music videos. Yeah. Those were the days. Like, MTV had a small batch of their own TV shows. Like, Real World and Road Rules, Beavis and Butthead, Daria, which are all classic. Oh, right. Ah, uh, the Tom Green show. Which why that dude ever got famous or had a TV show, I will never know. But MTV, yeah, I don't get it either. I, I listen, MTV's made a made a career out of making stupid people people famous. But I digress. Um, and then Total Request Live,
1: dude. TRL that used to be like the thing. Like, yeah, you'd be like, find
0: out who who was number one
1: it literally like because it was on it what school got out at 2 30 ish generally trl started at three yeah, was like three to four and, and like you would run home to watch trl
0: yeah and outside of that like outside of those and like like beavis and butthead daria like those were on later and then like later on in the evening into the night um you know, like road rules and crap, run, on, Like on the weekends, or either right before or right after TRL, and then like the MTV Spring Break was the closest thing to to porn you could get on TV for a week every year.
1: Unless you're in the early 2000s, you were up at 3 a.m. and then you saw the girls gone wild commercials or Skinemax. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh god! Saw yeah, but fucking god, fucking mtv spring break like yeah that was being like 10 11 12 years old and turning that on like that that's eye-opening to say the least
0: Truth be told that's probably one of my probably one of my bigger regrets of my college career is never going to spring break and i had an opportunity at one point uh like right after i graduated to go with a group of friends and i didn't um and I kind of wish I would have, especially the like, the reason I didn't go and how everything played out there. But we're not going to talk about that on the air. I'll tell you that later.
1: Like, is is spring break like that even a thing anymore? Oh yeah, I don't know. Just if- like, just like obviously, like MTV doesn't do it anymore. But like, just is spring break in general like that big?
0: Like, I don't. Think,
1: I don't think college kids going shit faced in Cancun for a week straight.
0: I think it still exists. I just don't think it is what it used to be, but a lot of that I think has to do with social media and yeah. you know, people are a little bit more wise to, you know, you go down to Cancun, you get a little get a little wild on the beach and next thing you know you end up on a website or five. Yeah. But uh how about the fact that like teen movies were at a peak, like Clueless, 10 Things I Hate About You, She's All That. Like that trope was the very that trope was very very mid
1: 90s. Oh, 100%. And it all culminated with not another teen movie. Uh huh. Which only
0: became a thing and became popular because of how many brutal teen movies there were. Yeah. And yeah. We talked, we so we've talked about cassette tapes, and then everyone had a Walkman, which then turned into two CDs and a Discman
1: um that anti-skip bullshit never fucking worked i don't care what they fucking said listen that was a way to get 10 15 more dollars out of you anti-skip my ass you couldn't even ride a fucking bike without that thing skipping yeah
0: um we talked about phones going from your rotary and like just normal dial pad to cordless to car phones to cell phones um in the past, we've talked about, like, AOL, instant messenger, things of that sort, which is more toward the 2000s. Yeah, uh, that's
1: more early 2000s, mid-2000s. How about disposable cameras? Polaroids. Polaroids and disposable cameras. Like,
0: to the point that you would go to, like, you'd go for, like, a weekend somewhere, and it was like, oh, like, let's stop and grab some disposable cameras. Like, we didn't bring a camera. Let's grab a disposable. Yeah. And like, that's what you did. And like, you took pictures. There were only a finite amount of them. You never knew how they looked until you got them developed. Half of them probably sucked. And you probably paid more for the camera than you did for the pictures. And you were lucky if you got to keep some of them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Those were, those were at least, at least Polaroids. Like you could fucking see it within like three minutes
0: to the point and polaroids have made a comeback yes polaroid has they they make like the mini polaroids now I, i actually alec has
1: one which it's ironic to me seeing like gen z is now adapting the shit technology that we grew up with and they're now like using it ironically like oh look how trendy i am look how amazing i am like using a polaroid or using disposable cameras
0: this is so retro
1: so retro bitch we were using it 10 fucking years ago
0: uh boy bands were a big thing as were the boy
1: bands were huge uh as were their counterpart oh god no one beats the spice girls
0: The Spice Girls, but also uh, I was more on the realm of the Oh, just
1: female pop stars?
0: Solo female pop star.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's and be n- honest. No n- matter.
0: Had sync, Backstreet Boys, 98 Degrees, and O-Town. Mm-hmm. They were so popular. MTV made a spoof movie before spoof movies were a thing about about boy bands. Mm -hmm. and even they were pretty solid
1: yeah yeah o-town was good too they all were of that
0: list that i just read off 98 degrees is probably my least favorite
1: yeah now would you classify new kids on the block as 80s or 90s though 80s 80s okay so the new kids on the block is like the first boy band
0: yeah they they wrote the book on the boy bands um so much so that there were other boy bands that they tried but they they figured out the formula based on the new kids on the block like the cute one the athletic one the like the older brother the tough guy and
1: mm-hmm. you know whatever yeah do you and, i mean it that, that- like the whole like boy bands and like girl bands thing that stemmed like an entire series of making the band TV show. Yes. That like nothing really ever. I think actually, I think O-Town was from making the band.
0: I believe they were. Yeah.
1: I think they were like one of the first, they were like either the first season or like the first band ever come out of making the band. And they had limited success because they were really kind of towards the tail end of, they were more like early two thousands. Um, but they still had some good songs and let's be honest there is not one of us that is our age doesn't matter how big and badass and burly and big of a man we are when fucking backstreet boys or spice girls comes on we will turn that shit up and sing along one of the
0: first or sorry one of my favorite things out to do Uh, when I used to be more of a bar fly would be to pump 20 bucks into the jukebox and just start playing Backstreet InSync Christine, Brittany, and the first one that came on you'd see like all the dudes in the bar be like oh who played this crap, what are we doing like what the hell's going on and by the fourth one they're all singing along well because what happened, all the girls got into it and then all the guys were like oh yeah I know the song, oh yeah I used to love that, this is great Like, and what it did is it actually used to make the bar is kind of fun at times because they would see like the two biggest dudes in the bar pumping 20 bucks and playing Backstreet Boys and it put anything on the table but
1: right um, I mean I, I have so much like sync and Backstreet and uh, you know Brittany Christina Spice Girls I have so much of that in my Spotify playlist that like oh, yeah. whenever it comes on I automatically my stereo goes all the way up
0: Britney Spears was my first crush. That's not true.
1: Um, She's really Joe Hart was your first crush. Amy, Joe Johnson or Amy, Amy, Joe Johnson. Yeah.
0: Uh, A combination of Amy, Joe Johnson, Topanga and Britney Spears. Like those were the, and Sable. What a weird combination. I just think I grew
1: up in weird times, man.
0: I just, I just thought of a new Facebook or a new Instagram post.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ultimate nineties crush
0: yeah you send me send me a list of your top four 90s uh or your top four your first four crushes like celebrity all right uh how about cartoons in the 90s and we gotta They we, were so good we gotta stay a little quick we're running a, we're running short on time here but not only were they good do you realize how dirty they all were oh absolutely like you go back and watch like even the rugrats
1: and some terrible people, they talk terrible terrible about- oh my god terrible rugrats angry beavers ah real monsters hey arnold. Uh, hey arnold cat dog um and then don't even get us started on like the fucking game shows that we had legends of the hidden temple double dare uh guts global guts uh wild them. and crazy kids oh my god I wanted nothing more than to be on. I didn't even care which one, any one of them. Oh my god! How have we not talked about American Gladiators? American Gladiator was fantastic. Oh my god! And and
0: we're not like we're not talking about like the the early the mid two thousands remake by Hulk Hogan. Fuck that. We are that ta- was terrible. We are talking Mike O'Malley and Larry Zonka, color commentating. This was Pros versus Joe's before that show was a thing but except it wasn't pros and joes it was athletic everyday people basically against like former athletes turned bodybuilders
1: yeah they all had names like laser Blazer, blazer blazer and carl crush crush was so fucking hot
0: yeah so they were like the like it was gemini who looked like a jacked um carl winslow yeah yeah Nitro, who was like the bad boy. He had the shitty attitude. I was always trying to fight people. Laser, who was like, you're all. He had that like all American quarterback look to him. Um, Malibu, who who was like the surfer dude. Turbo, who looked like laser's older brother with like an alcohol problem. And then he had all the checks like.
1: I'm trying to I'm trying to pull it up but my f- computer is
0: we actually like, talked we okay. talked about uh we we talked about this as a whole uh i did a a while ago uh i guess hosted on let's talk but not politics okay and we talked about america gladiators for an hour legitimately mm-hmm. an hour we talked about it
1: yeah all right but if you if you had to pick ultimately one of those game shows to be on Where are you going?
0: I would have to go with either guts. So like the answer is American Gladiator, the the original American Gladiators. But if we're going to talk like kids shows, like from the nineties, uh, I'm either going guts or legends of the hidden temple.
1: Those are my top two as well. Double dare is a very close third, but I understand my family and I love my family, but we would not have done well on that show.
0: <sighs> my, my family, I think, would have, um, just understanding my family. But guts and global guts—that was American Gladiators for kids. Yeah. And then, you know, Legend of the Hidden Temple—it always made me so mad, so mad.
1: How that that I'm, monkey statue was three fucking pieces. How do you put it together? Wrong. It was three pieces. And,
0: and like they're sitting they're like, "Oh, I'm gonna put the head in first. Like what? So dumb
1: oh my god i hated it so much uh do you remember
0: tgif TGIF. i don't remember what network it was on but it was a line of sitcoms that included full house family matters boy meets world and i believe step by step originally
1: see i never really watched the 90s sitcoms i'll be honest like, I never, like, I would catch episodes of Full House here and there, never really cared to watch it. Uh, Boy Meets World was probably about the closest I ever came to really watching a sitcom. Um, but even still, that was just, like, if it happened to be on, I would sit and watch it. But I never actually sought it out. Um, I was always more into the the cartoon stuff, like Rocco and um, Are real Monsters and... Uh, Um, angry, angry beavers was probably my fucking favorite one. Well, and then on top of that,
0: then you had Snick.
1: Snick was good. I watched Snick all the time.
0: Saturday Night Nickelodeon, which usually included, uh, Sabrina, the teenage witch, I believe.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah. Usually Snick started with all that. Oh my God. All that was so good. All right. So that was great. It's it's Saturday Night Life for Kids. Like yes, that's exactly what it was. It was uh, so good. I
0: I laugh about this, but um <laughs> I've got we're watching a show called What I Like About You with Amanda Bynes. Yeah. It's awful, it's terrible. Um, which we have to do we have to do an episode on like the worst TV shows we've watched all the way through because that's what we're doing right now. We're almost done, but like they make references to all that and the Amanda show
1: <laughs> and It's
0: really funny. Um, but oh my God, so good. So good. There was so much to be happy with about being a kid in the nineties.
1: Right. We had, <laughs> we had great TV, like great kid shows. Like, Quite honestly, it's the point that if I ever have kids, I'm going to go and buy box sets of the TV shows that we watched as kids. And when my kids want to watch TV, I'm going to put the shows that I grew up on on because I'm I'm sorry. Like, you're not watching fucking Bluey or Caillou or any of that. No, like you're going to you're going to watch the same shit that I watched. Guess what, motherfucker? Here's season one of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Enjoy. Yep. Oh, man. The nineties were great. They really were a great time because we're that perfect balance of, we know what the world was like before the technology that we have today. And we grew up and evolved with it. Whereas like our parents' generation, it's still somewhat dumbfounding to them, the things that can be done because they went their entire lives without it and then all of a sudden you know when they're our age now all of a sudden like there's tech could you imagine if like we were just getting cell phones now like this was the first time no but then on the flip side you got like the gen z who they've grown up and never known a world without technology any question that they ever needed answered can be answered in five seconds you know us we had to go find, like, you better hope you had, like, the Encyclopedia Britannica in your house if you needed something answered or, like, could go to the library and dig through a card catalog and find a book that might give you the right answer. And then if that one didn't, all right, well, let me find another book that might give me the right answer. Um and I mean, how about the fact that
0: the no, like, no matter how you look at it, technology has ruined conversation
1: it really has
0: like you there's no more debate you literally just pull up your phone and be like like oh i think this no dumb dumb i hate it but
1: yeah it's all technology has also ruined fucking dating too it really has no that i believe too um technology is 100% ruined dating yeah
0: um I mean, because it's so, I mean, social media has ruined a lot. And I mean, we, that could be, and like, I, that could be a conversation in and of itself, you know, like just the, the problems with social media and stuff. But yeah, it just, it's so easy to not get, or it's just so easy to get lost up in what else is out there.
1: Mm-hmm. You,
0: know, you don't just meet somebody and you spend your life together. Like you're, I, it's a whole other topic for another day. We're out of time, so.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but I do. I, I miss the '90s. I miss the early 2000s from a simplicity standpoint, from a, an adventure standpoint of like the things that we were that we were going through. That like, you know, again, knowing life before social media and like when social media first started, face like MySpace was fun, but like, anybody over the age of 20 was like, that's weird. Why would you? Yeah. Do-? And then pretty fix- much, and Facebook became a thing to like keep keep people in touch with each other after after high school
1: college originally you had to have a college.edu email to sign up for uh, facebook
0: that's what i mean like for people to keep in touch after high school
1: like yeah
0: and then grandma got on facebook and it got weird yeah well that'll do it for this episode of common debauchery uh thank you guys for tuning in common debauchery part of the bicbp radio network check us out online bicbp-radio.com like follow share subscribe tell your friends find us on facebook common debauchery find us on instagram at common debauchery and like follow share subscribe we're going to be doing uh probably the starting uh let's be honest i'll probably do it now while i'm waiting for this to upload uh well,
1: are we doing we're doing a
0: booze pool right now we're in the booze pool we're gonna put the first uh first round up shortly here and uh so you know find us like us follow us and take part in all that and you know thanks for tuning in guys on behalf of well no we don't do that here uh i'm the nightmare
1: and i'm rotten jack this has been common debauchery